Good morning, sir. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Good. Well, uh, we wanted to introduce every week a different person. Last week we heard a little bit about Micah, so now we are going to hear about you. So initially when I read your, your answer, I thought that the town is Fridna, but it's not Fridna. No, no. <laughs> so where, where is, what is the name of the town where you were born? Uh, the name of the town is Priona, Texas, which is about I 200 have no... miles north of here is where Priona is. Okay. So you grew up there, went to the high school there, and eventually went to... I went to high school there in Priona, graduated in 1980. Furthered my education, graduated from Oklahoma State uh, University in 82, and uh, that's where I'm at. <laughs> What's your degree in? Uh, I've got an associate degree, oh well. In, in cooking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an associate degree in, uh, I went to school to be a diesel mechanic, is what I went to school for. I went awesome. two years straight through from high school um, and that's it's just an associate degree yeah. is all that it is you can see you can see in the picture his lovely wife carol and i i, I love that picture that was taken in, in my home uh, I remember that day we were taking pictures of people that came for my, my daughter's birthday. You remember that night? Right. And then I'm taking some pictures and when I came to them, uh, Carol and me had to, did this. And I thought that was adorable. <laughs> they have two kids and how many grandkids? Uh, we have two stepkids, Sean and Brian. We have three uh, uh, grandkids. Uh, that's... All of, all of them are grown and gone. All of my kids are grown and gone. So Good. one lives in Dallas and the other one is in uh, New York. So. Wow. Mm. New York, New York. You said that one of your favorite things about Victory Church is that, uh, well, there are two, two things. Family oriented and you don't like, you like the fact that you don't feel anyone being judged. That's, That's absolutely right. true. That's where... You know, I've been to churches before that, uh, you know, I feel like that people are judged from their past, you know, when they share their story. But uh, here at Victory, no one is, no one is judged. You know, I feel comfortable. That's very real good. Comfortable. And I noticed that when I first came, my very first visit, you know, I felt just comfortable and welcomed. You know, it's feel like it's home. So. That's good. That's very, very good. And uh, you like the post on Facebook, huh? I do. It is, <laughs> it is very informative. You know, all the news is usually there that's happening within Victory uh, Church. You know, it's, it's a good idea. It right. It really is. And who knows who's, who may be looking at that page, you know, especially, you know, how social media works. Right. So you never know. You know, there may be people out there trying to reach out to something new. And Correct. This is a good place to come. It really is. That's good. Thank you, sir. Uh, this week, precisely in our Victory Church page, in the group page, you knew about, <coughs> excuse me, about uh, Deborah's 
situation in the hospital, but you are doing good, right, Debra? That was good. So you are right. It's informative, and you were following what was happening. And for some people, that's annoying. They don't like to, to know, do the follow-up of uh, what's going on with others. But uh, that's the beauty of it. If you want to know, you just go there. If you don't care, don't go. <laughs> right? It's very simple. Very, very simple. I'm very selective with the news, too. You know, I, I like to be informed of what's going on in the world, but uh, I'd rather to do my research when I can, so I digest and select the, the news, but it's good. So you said that you suggest us to look for ways to reach out to the community. Why is that important to you? Well, uh, for me, it's just maybe more fellowship with different, different people. Uh, what you're doing today, you know, possibly asking people to come in for this Thanksgiving meal. You know, I just feel like you're just asking for more uh, participation in, in Victory Church. And how do you feel about this topic of participating? I think it's great. I, I really do. Um, but know, from the beginning, you felt that way or it was a little bit... Well, you know, it, not not in the beginning, you know, but as I <laughs> right. start more and more coming, you know, to victory, it's I see that that's the direction that that you want to go, and I think all churches need to go to right. that direction. It is good. Well, you are a blessing to us, and you are cooking, and he's a great cook. Him and Carol brings us food probably once a month in our Bible studies, and well. It's a good meal every time he cooks and Carol cooks. So let's give a hand to our brother Rory. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, we are going to pray now and then uh, we are going to worship the Lord. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you, Lord, for our brother Rory and Carol. We pray, Lord, that you will continue blessing them in this coming December when Carol has her surgery and her knee. We pray, Lord, that you will bring healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for... Uh, Bailey in the hospital and Keisha and Byron, Lord, that you will help them in the name of Jesus and everybody else, Lord, driving uh, this uh, place. We pray, Lord, your angels around them. And uh, now we want to sing songs to you, Lord, and in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to invite you to stand up and let's give a hand to the good Lord and let's Amen. worship the name of our Lord Jesus. And Amen. actually, if I'm correct, Carol's having a hip replacement. It's not on her knee. <laughs> I just found out this morning, too. She's wondering if you're going to move. No. <laughs> okay, here we go.
every tongue, every heart will sing, every knee we will bow to the risen King. Lift Him up, lift Him up, never gonna stop singing. We're never gonna stop. Every tribe, every tongue, every heart will sing, every knee we will bow to the risen King. Lift Him up, lift Him up, never gonna stop singing. praise amen amen thank you jesus okay let me get this straight <laughs> hey that's okay Love it. i don't think that's right either i've walked among the shadows you wipe my tears away the pain of heartbreak and I've seen the brighter days I've prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest place I have held your blessings God you give and take away no matter what I have your grace is enough no matter where I am I'm standing in your love on the mountains I will bow my life to the one who sent me Mountains I 
And in this home, Jesus is Lord. You may be seated. Whoo, whoo. Hills and valleys, right? Because that is life. You know, sometimes we are so excited, things are going so well, and all of a sudden, boom, something happens, right? <laughs> we are like, whoo, what's going on? Well, uh, do you know, Alicia, that today we have some uh, new friends coming to the church? I saw. You I don't think I was introduced to everyone, but I, I saw know a names. lot of names. new names. Oh, you know the Miranda, name? Miranda, She's a people person. Tina and Sylvia. But Man. the only reason I know this is because I said it about ten times in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> That's, That's very good. So I understand that uh, it was Charlene who invited them. Is that right? So, yes. Tina is your sister, right? Yes. Hello, Tina. And then we have Sylvia. Oh, are you sisters also? Hello. I'm her daughter and I'm her grandmother. Okay, got you. Miranda and Micah. So, Micah, you, you have a little buddy now, Micah, Micah. <laughs> I wonder who is going to be behaving. Little Micah. Little Micah. Probably little Micah. Yeah, we all agree with that. We love yeah, but also it's good. <laughs> it's, it's good to see some other friends. Paul Wilkerson, good to see you again, my friend. Good to see you here in the church. And our friend Stan Vines. Hey, Stan, how you doing? And Ali. Yeah, because she doesn't like attention. Good morning, Brother Marsh. Brittany is back with us too today. Thank you for coming up. That's good. Good to see you, Brittany. That's good. And uh, well, we missed Pops last weekend. And uh, so good to see you, Pops. That's good. And everything, everything, everybody else, family here, with the exception of a new, totally new friend to us also, is Damien. Damien. He cannot hear. Okay, what is that? He's, he's deaf. So. Ah, but I thought... Oh, clapping, signing. Okay. Everybody clapping. Woo! <laughs> That's good. You're going to learn, aren't you? All right. <laughs> this is awesome. That's pretty good. So in your clipboards, we have a form called the prayer request. Oh, my goodness. You remembered the word. Yeah, I did. Clipboard. <laughs> clipboard. You never can remember clipboard. Well, clipboard. I'm clipboard. sorry. Okay, thank you. So you can write your prayer request. We have folders. Finally, we did it this week. It was beautiful to see all these prayer requests organized by, by month. Thank you, Deborah. You did great. Amen. 
That is awesome. Please feel free to write your prayer request. Take your time about that. But also, you have a form which is a testimony. You know what is the issue many times, friends? We forget the good things that happen to us. You know, that's why it's important to remember what good thing happened to you this week. Do you remember anything good to you that happened to you this week? Something good that happened to me this week. Um, well, we did good in school. All of us passed our first <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, that's good. I didn't. I'm. I probably will the next one because I haven't studied. So. So a good thing this week will be I'll, I'll study. Uh huh. That's very good. Well, like that, that is an example. Try. <laughs> but we also give to the Lord part of. Uh, the blessings that we receive, I don't want anyone coming for the first time feeling obligated to give any contributions to the church. But uh, everybody else, you know, we are giving online and through text message. I love that feature. So easy, 432-268-0067. Boom. What? And you put the amount and <laughs> voila. That's I, how I give. Text. Yeah. Ah, I like Number, it. Number, sends it, I'm done. Boom. It's awesome. It's good. How if uh, you turn your phone off? Did you? Did you? My phone's never on. Oh, That's why cool. I don't. Yeah, see? <laughs> we saw, I don't know if you saw a post uh, that I put uh, this week or last week in regards of uh, some people uh, technologically challenged. So this guy says to his son, can you install the, the Vive? This is what he says, right? The what? The Vive. Oh, he, he meant... Son, put it, the Viber, that's what he said. Can you, son, can, can you put the Viber on no, my phone? <laughs> oh, put my you know, put your Vibers and your phones, please. <laughs> that would be great. If you are on Facebook, check in, it's good. People are noticing more and more that we are there. And, uh, well, I wanted to thank our brother Al for such a beautiful card that he made for this particular event. It's a beautiful card and uh, with a beautiful message. <laughs> I was trying to read, uh, I believe, this is Ginger's hand, right? Okay, thank you. All right, I got it. But anyway, so it's a beautiful card. This is what we want to do today. Uh, are you hungry? Are you ready to eat? I am. Yeah, me too. But we're going to wait. We're going to wait. <laughs> we're gonna wait. We are going to have a beautiful, delicious meal that everybody brought something. It's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. But this is what we're going to do. At the end, after we eat, we all are going to take one plate. Do we have the two-go boxes? Yes. Yes, we have them. Okay. So, thank you. Thank you, Charlie. So, what you're going to do is you're going to make a plate to go that is not for you, it's for somebody else. And you're going to get one of these cards, right? And just when you deliver that to whoever the Lord, the Lord leads you to, you just bring it to this person. Could be someone in your home, a neighbor, or whoever, you know, your ex. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, anybody, you know, just bring, bring it that. You know, and uh, that, that would be good. All right. So this is the current victory wall. Isn't it great? 
I know. It's, it's, it's getting better and better. Did you bring one? Already? I did. Which one is yours? Um, that's a good question. The one that says Grace. And oh, then Grace. the little white one above it is Allie's. Oh, I, Allie. I, I want to know who brought the one that has all the pennies on it. Who? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Brandon made, made it. it. That's good. If you want to bring a cross to put it in the cross, well, please do it and write your name in the back. That was great. So this weekend, this week, we will have our Bible studies at 6 a.m. breakfast and 7 a.m. the study. I'll be at work. I'll be sleeping. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's so funny. <laughs> I was just trying to, I was trying to, to see if Rory will say, really, breakfast? Do I have to cook breakfast? <laughs> No need, brother. No, no. This week, we don't have Bible studies Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, family? So we will skip to the next one. And now is the time to say hello to everybody. Please send up seven hosts at least in the name of Jesus.
Jonathan goes, oh, whoops. Okay, kids, come up here. It's time to go to Sunday school. Alyssa's going to take you up. Okay, kids, everybody, all the kids, go, 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 have Tony, fun. upstairs. You are going to have so much fun. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Woo, woo, woo. They are very talkative. Have fun, Miss Penny. <laughs> have fun, Penny. So our brother Al is passing the plates now to collect the contributions and also prayer requests and testimonies that you may have. So we will pray for each one of those things. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm excited about this lunch, guys. Ooh. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. Fun is off. It is. It is off. It is. That's good. Prayer requests, testimonies. All right. <laughs> Guys, uh, I, I am going to share quickly with you a, uh, a testimony. It's a funny story that somebody told me. So here, here's what happened this week. Uh, one of our friends works for the sheriff's department. And uh, so as you can imagine, in his home, he has a, what is the name? Hankers. So... Handcuffs. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know the word. Handcuffs. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So one of the kids uh, took the handcuffs uh, in his backpack, took it to school. It's a little girl. So when they were coming back from school, the little girl, thank you, ma'am. The little girl saw one of the kids, another kid, a boy, and that decided to put the handcuffs and grabbing the kid against the boss. And uh, well, they worked very, very well, you know. So here's the phone call, right? You know, the, the bus driver calls the dad and says, Mr. Such and Such. I want you to know that we need the key for the handcuffs because your daughter, <laughs> you tell me that is not hilarious. So of course then after that, he, she was reprimanded in the house and whatnot, but I was telling Tracy, after this experience, no one is going to mess with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I had a wonderful testimony here. 
blank. Who did that? Everything was so good. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe it's a sarcasm. Nothing, nothing good happened in my life. <laughs> All right, friends. I'm going to pray for our offerings and uh, so join me, please. Thank you, Father, for your love and your mercy. We thank you, Lord, that you provide for us for all our needs. And we thank you, Lord, that we can give you part of our income, Lord, as a proof of our gratitude. And uh, we want to be faithful and loyal to you, Lord. Receive what we give to you, Lord, whether it's through these envelopes or online or text message. And we ask you, Lord, that you will continue blessing us. Father, as your word declares, that the windows and doors of heaven are wide open for your servants that are faithful to you, Lord. That we may receive those blessings, Lord, coming from your holy throne in the form of money or material things. And we receive those blessings. Also, Father, we receive the spiritual blessings, the physical blessings in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, and Lord, Father, we do lift up Bailey, who is back in the ER or hospital, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you touch her body and heal her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. We thank you, Lord, that you give strength to her mother, Keisha, and um, you're just protecting her and Byron and Bailey. Lord, just thank you, Father, for healing her. We thank you, Lord. Father, I want to lift up Carol for her hip surgery on December 5th, Father, and I just thank you. Give the wisdom to all the doctors and that she will not have any pain from this surgery, Father. You know, in the natural, we think there's no way, but you have a way, and you can make a way where there'll be no pain in Jesus' name, Father. And Lord, we want to lift up Micah Winkler, Father. He is asking for a new job. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you give him favor that surrounds him like a shield. You're opening the doors and pathways to where he needs to go look. Give him wisdom, Father, where to look. And I just thank you, Lord, that you're just answering his prayer right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. So now we are going to worship the Lord, my friend and us, my friends, and I'm going to invite you to stand up. We, we have fun, right? We taste around and we have uh, jokes and stories to tell. But what if we dedicate five, seven minutes just to put our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. So I invite you to do Amen. it. Amen. God is so in worthy. Jesus These name. are a couple of new songs that I know you will enjoy. And we, we need to enter into worship. I mean, this is a time that we give to God, a sacrifice of praise. And we need to praise him with all of our heart. And once again, I did it.
Let the King of my heart be the fire inside my veins, the echo of my days. Oh, He is my song. You are good, good. Let me down. You're never gonna let, never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, never gonna let me down. You are good, good. Oh, you are good.
will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing will cry these bones will sing Father, and you decided to call us to be your children. We don't deserve it, Lord. We have done so many bad things in our lives. We fail to you, Lord. We fail to ourselves. We fail to our families. It's the reality of our lives, Lord, that we are just missing the point time after time but how wonderful you are Lord that you can see us with eyes of mercy and pour out more of your love into our into our lives and you pour out more and more of your spirit in this very place Lord right now as we worship you Lord we know Lord that your presence is in this place and you are bringing restoration into our lives. And there are ones here, Lord, that they need a special touch from you, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, that in this very moment, you do something special in those hearts. With your eyes closed, I'm asking you now, my friend, if you need a special touch of the Holy Spirit, just Close your eyes, lift up your hands, and say to him, Lord, I need you. I need you now more than ever. And just let him fill you with his Holy Spirit. His presence will come upon you and into yourself in a great way. The presence of the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Spirit of God is real in this place. This place right now is a tabernacle. It's a holy temple 
where the Lord dwells. So receive the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Receive that love in your heart. Receive that forgiveness. Receive that mercy. Receive it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you do that. And you heal some others, Lord. If you need a special touch of the Lord in your body, you need healing. Put, put your hand in the part of your body that is hurting. Just put your hand there and say, Lord, heal me now, please, in the name of Jesus. Put your hand in that part of your body. Lift up your other hand and say, Lord, heal me. Heal me. I receive my healing. I receive my healing. I receive the strength that I need in the name of Jesus. If you need your heart to be restored, just let him do it. He will do it. He is amazing. And we thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. Great are you, Lord. Sing, Tracy. It's your breath in my mouth. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your name of Jesus Lord this is the week to give thanks to you Lord and here we are so grateful Lord so grateful so much gratitude in our hearts for your mercy Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you thank you Lord thank you Lord in the name of Jesus Amen Thank you. Thank you. You may be seated. Mm. Nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, ladies, for singing. That was beautiful. And before I get to the message, uh, uh, I want to share with you something special that happened just now. Before we, when we were about to, to end singing, uh, the Lord spoke to me and he said, there is someone here that... It, has been, uh, that person feels very lonely, very lonely. And the Lord said, I am with you even when you don't feel me close to you. So if you are that person, just say, thank you, Lord. This is what he says, I am with you even when you feel lonely. Right. I'm with you, says the Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. 40 million Americans struggle with anxiety in today's world. Say with me 40 million, please. 40 million. 
Do you think it's a little? It's a lot. 40 million Americans. Our population today is near 326 million. It's a lot. And there are many reasons why people struggle with anxiety. We are going to talk about anxiety today a little, but basically we are going to tell anxiety, ciao. ciao. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sayonara. Or fidesin. Hasta luego. No mas. Bye bye. We have to understand many things that the, the Word of God teaches us so we can get rid of anxiety, right? So I'm going to share with you uh, basically uh, practical things that you can do before I get to the Word of the Lord. And if you struggle with anxiety and if you have lived anxiety uh, panic attacks, uh, basic things that you should do, and if you want to write that, do it. The first thing that you should learn when you are experiencing anxiety is to breathe slowly, deeply. You need to put oxygen in your brain. And before I go to the other three things, I want to I wanna ask you to think about what I am about to say. Sometimes... We, we are seeing through our eyes, but not really paying attention to what's there. And actually, our eyes are not focusing actually in anything. And eventually, all our thoughts are controlling our body, our being. So, for instance, uh, let's say someone that... Uh, is struggling with fear of uh, heights, for example. Uh, so that person eventually is watching a movie or sees a sign or whatever, and just the thought comes to his mind or her mind and it starts to experience the panic attack of the heights, right? So at that point, this is what happens. The individual is not focusing. His eyes are open, but in reality, it's just like it's numb. Okay, that's why you have to breathe. Because then is when you are going to put oxygen in your brain. But there is a rule called the 333 rule, and write it down if you like. The 333 rule, that is a, it's a practical thing to do if you are struggling with anxiety. Uh, yeah, I, I feel also there is a little ring in there. Uh, if you, please, Brandon, auxiliary one, or Micah, auxiliary one and two, put a little bit down the microphone, please. Either way, either, either one of you, please. Auxiliary one and auxiliary two. Channel one, please. And I apologize for that, it's, it's kind of annoying. Anyway, the rule 333, this is what they say. The first thing is focus on three things. See three things. So, for instance, if I am having a panic attack of whatever kind, I'm not focusing. You know, my eyes are there, but I am just, you understand what I'm saying? You are there, but you are not there. So, the first thing is breathe in, put oxygen in your brain, and then focus on three things and name those things. Speak the words of those things. So I will say, wall, 
light chair. So, first thing. The second thing, they suggest to, to name three things that you can hear. Paper. Somebody did this? <clears throat> there you go. That's the thing. You wait. You keep breathing and you speak those words, something that you are hearing, okay? And the third thing they suggest is move three parts of your body. Move three parts of your body, whether it's your arm or your head and your leg. So by this rule, what you are doing is you are kind of landing into reality again, okay? So now, I'm going to review quickly with you about these rules. Name three things that you can see. Then name three things that you can hear. Move three parts of your body. Remember, try to, to breathe. Physical thing to do, a stretch. If you are having a panic attack, stretch yourself. Walk a little bit if you like. And something very good to do, laugh. Play a video, look for a joke, anything that will make you laugh. Because laughter is a remedy, right? And for those who are able uh, to see his or her spouse later and do something interesting together, well, go ahead. That's very good for your health. All right. Okay. So we are good, right? Okay. Amen, some say. <laughs> All right. We are going to read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Where is my microphone here? Okay. All right. Miss Marilyn, please. Thank you, our official reader. Since the day we heard that you understood the Lord's grace, we have continued praying for you. This is what we pray, that the Lord will make you completely sure of what he wants by giving you all the wisdom and spiritual understanding you need, that this will help you live in a way that brings honor to the Lord and pleases him in every way, that your life will produce good works of every kind and that you will grow in your knowledge of the Lord. We pray that he will strengthen you with his own great power so that you will be patient and not give up when troubles come. Then you will be happy and give thanks to the Father. He has made you able to have what he has promised to give all his holy people who live in the light. The Lord made us free from the power of darkness, and he brought us into the kingdom of his dear Son. The Son paid the price to make us free. In him we have forgiveness of our sins. Thank you so much, Miss Marilyn. So I'm going to give you uh, an interpretation of this passage, my friends. In, the, in your bulletins, you have four color sections. The first one is the red one on, on the bottom. And on top of that is the green section. And then on top of that, the yellow section. And on top of that, the light blue section. <coughs> Correct? You have that in your bulletins? 
Okay? You do? Okay. So, this is what I will suggest you to write in that red section. And the reason why I put it in that way, friends, is so you can understand that there are, like, levels how you have a foundation. This passage here is giving us a key to get rid of anxiety. But, of course, some people just don't get it from reading this passage, right? So, I'm going to give you the explanation how you can experience that freedom. So... If you can read with me, please, together. We are free from the power of darkness because we are in his kingdom. Anxiety is another link in the chains of sin. We now are free in the Lord Jesus. We are forgiven from our sins. So, anxiety is just another sin, another chain, in the, another link in the chain of sin. So I was telling you the joke about this, this story, the funny story about this uh, little girl that put the handcuffs in this boy, right? So when he was trapped to this thing in the bus, the, the kid couldn't go anywhere. Okay, I'm gonna use that as an example to you that when we are under the darkness, under the power of darkness, it's like we are attached to chains that we cannot go wherever we want to go. We are not free. Do you understand? So sometimes we have two legs and two arms attached. And we cannot be free. And it's horrible. So... Traditionally, in churches, we have heard the story of, yeah, I have been an alcoholic and uh, that is the sin of my life. We have heard that, right? And preachers and pastors saying, you have to be free of alcoholism. Is that accurate? Yes. Does that apply to everybody? No. But traditionally, that has been the message that preachers and pastors are delivering to the public, saying, you have to be free of alcoholism. Well, yeah, definitely. But that is not the only link in the chains of sin. There are many things. I am not here to tell you that if you do this, it's a sin. If you do that, it's a sin. If you say this is a sin, if you watch this is a sin, if you put this thing in your body is a sin, I'm not going to do that. It's not my job to tell you this is a sin, this is not a sin, this is not my job, my friends. First of all, it's not my duty to point out everyone's sins. That's not my duty. My duty is to show you that there is a Savior show you that there is a path, show you that there is a solution. But that doesn't change the fact that we sin, correct? So the more sin that we have in our lives, more links, more chains are holding us to be what? Free, correct? Do you understand what I'm saying? More sin in our lives, less freedom. Less sin in our lives, more freedom. 
Freedom to do what? To do his will. Do you know how much the Lord loves you? Do you realize how many blessings he wants to give you? Spiritually, materially, financially, in your family, in your job, in your business, in your career, in your health, in your mental health, for you, your children, your grandchildren? Do you realize that he wants to bless you? Anybody? He wants to bless you. The problem is, while we are attached to all those links of the chains of sin, we are not free to what? To receive the blessings. That is the problem. We have to realize that, that the blessings are going to come as we walk out of sin. That's why my job is not to tell you this is a sin or this is not a sin. The point is that the Lord Jesus paid the price to set you free. So you are thinking, okay, yes, I realize there are several things in my life that are not right, and I know that I need to change. This is not right. I know that. You don't need to tell me that. I got it. But how can I experience freedom when I have those things in my life? It's by understanding that you are already forgiven. You are already forgiven. You are scratching your head thinking, am I forgiven, but I'm still sinning. How that works? Well, it works this way. That in the eyes of the Lord, the sacrifice of His Son, the Lord Jesus, it's enough. It's done. So I'm going to need a blanket. Who has a blanket? One of those? Just for a second. Just for a second. Come, come here, Ginger. No, our guest. No, our guest. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just a second. It's a, it's a quick illustration. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. So. I'm going to ask your permission to use you as an example. So, so, what? This represents the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? So, the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ covers her completely. Right? And while she is covered, the Lord God Almighty, the only thing that he sees is the blood of his son. And so, he says, I love you. I love you. You are forgiven. Right? Do you understand? Now, of course, thank you. Here's your blanket. Woo! Good catch. So, do you understand? You are already forgiven. It's, it's a fact. But you have to realize that through that prize, he also wanted you to experience Freedom, not just forgiveness, freedom. So it's up to you to walk in that direction. Now, because everyone is different, everyone is tempted, and everyone has his own weaknesses, right? Everyone has to take time to study his own behavior and think, well, this particular thing is a sin. I know it's not right. I need to change. So, Lord, guide me. 
how can I be free of this thing? Because I don't want to experience that. Do you realize? And for everybody, it's different. For some people, a bottle of vodka is not an issue. Could be there for months. And they walk in front of that bottle without a problem. But for other people, that bottle could be a big problem. Right? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, chocolate is the answer to all questions. He has it everywhere and he can't pass by. <laughs> well, I just pray that I will never become a diabetic. <laughs> all right. Everyone has to face his own challenges, vices, whatever. Do you understand that? So, the more links you have, more slave you are, and you don't need that. So you have to think to yourself, okay, how can I get out of these situations? And again, remember, especially couples, it's, it's a big thing when the spouses say, you are doing this, but you are doing that, and you do this, and you do that, That's, that doesn't work well. Doesn't go well. Among friends, similar situation in families. Mothers telling this to daughters, sons telling this to fathers, and on and on. No, no friends. Who is the one who will show us our sins? It's the Lord. The Holy Spirit will show, and you know what? As I am speaking, you exactly know what I am talking about. You know exactly what is that thing that you are struggling with. And you don't need to tell me or anybody else. Just talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I got to get free of this. I just can't live like this anymore. I, I just, I'm tired of this. So the foundation is understanding that there is no power of the darkness in you. So please stop blaming Satan, there is no more power of the darkness in you. You are forgiven. You are a new person. So you don't, you don't have to do that. You just need to find a different way to entertain yourself. So you can be free of any kind of sin. So we are free. Anxiety comes into our lives for different reasons, right? So we discussed that, the 333, the rule 333, breathing, laughing, stretching. So we know that. It's practical, it's good. But spiritually speaking, doesn't, doesn't resolve the problem. What really resolves the problem of anxiety is understanding that you are forgiven. So you have to say to yourself, thank you, Lord, for for, you, for my forgiveness. I am so anxious right now. I got it, Lord. I focused. 333, stretching. I'm laughing. Okay, okay. now I need to declare your word. Lord, I am forgiven. This anxiety, anxiety is not going to control me. It's not going to control me. I am free. I am forgiven. I'm going to walk ahead. So, the next level, he promised us to have peace to those who live in the light. We have his peace and we can trust in him for everything. Once you understand that you are forgiven, 
by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and you don't struggle with that accusation, you just know you are forgiven. Now you are going to experience peace. Peace. You know, when you hear about the reasons why people fight in marriages or churches or companies or whatever, and, and, and they, they want to go everyone on his own path. <laughs> it's so funny that all parties say, this is what they say, I just want some peace, man. <laughs> you know, I'm not asking too much, but I am just tired of this fighting and I just need some peace. You know? I don't need to make that kind of money. I can make that kind of money with these people, but this guy is a monster, man. I just need some peace. You see how interesting is that? In all conflicts, what people are saying is at the end, I want peace. So he promised us to have peace, but it says to those who live in the light, not in the darkness. That's why we have to get rid of all the links of sin, because the power, the, the, the darkness doesn't have the power to control us. We are free. So I'm not going to do that anymore. I want to walk in the light. And when I walk in the light, I'm going to have his peace. And once you have the peace of the Lord in your heart, you are going to learn to trust him. And trusting more and more and more. Do you realize how many young people are committing suicide in these days? It's awful. How many college students are using all kinds of drugs? Because it, there is so much pressure. But that is kids. And then young adults. Pressure. But eventually we get married, work, kids, pressure, pressure, right? And now we are getting older, retirement, pressure, pressure. <laughs> I mean, pressure will never go away just because, no, it's, it's not going to happen that way. Pressure can be around us, but peace, the peace that comes from the Lord comes into our hearts. And, and we should experience that in order for us to trust Him. Do you know why some people can't trust in the Lord? It's because they don't have peace. They don't have peace. So the peace of the Lord coming into your heart will make you trust Him more and more. And then the next level, we are happy in Him and constantly give thanks to the Father. You know, we are free from the chains of sin. So now, we have peace. Now that I have peace, I trust in the Lord, so now I can be happy. You can be happy, and then you give thanks to the Father constantly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I don't know how I'm going to fix this problem, but I know you have a solution. Because I trust you. 
You see, anxiety is, is an issue that has to do with trust. I have to fix it. I need to find a way to take care of this business. How? I need to find a solution for this problem. I have to pay this. I have to. No, you don't have to. When you learn to trust in the Lord, you know, kids, think for a second. Do you think, honestly, that is too difficult elementary school? <laughs> we know it's not that difficult, right? You know? Do you, do you think that high school is that complex? We know it's not that complex, you know? For some of us that went through all the way in, in our education, you know, we know it, it was tough, but you know, it's not that complex. It's just what needed was for me to sit down, like my professor said to me in, in a university, the, the part of your body that will help you to learn is your behind. And I said, why? You have to sit down and read, sit and study. So, but honestly, it was not that difficult, you know? But while we, when we were little, we thought that was the end of the world, right? When we were in high school, we thought, oh my gosh, this is, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, how can I do this? But as you grow old and you learn that those things are not that difficult, that the Lord is with you, that he will help you, you start to relax. And that is what you need in order to get rid of the anxiety. Just say, no, you know, the Lord always blessed me. The Lord always helped me. You know, when one door was closed, he opened another door. And therefore, you can be happy again and give thanks to the Lord. And finally, you will, have, you will have the strength to be patient and not give up when troubles come. Because that idea that, hey, come to the church, open your heart to God, and your troubles are going to disappear. I don't know who <laughs> created that idea, but that is not accurate. That is not accurate. Problems are not going to stop ever. Problems are going to continue coming into our lives. It's, it's, it's life, right? It's life. But do you understand this, the foundation? You are forgiven. Therefore, if you are forgiven, you can be free. Then you can experience what? Peace. Green level. And then you can experience yellow level. What is that? Happiness. And then you will have the next level, which is strength. And it's going to make you patient. Oh, Gian, don't say that word. I hate that word. I hate the word patience. But don't, don't hate it. Learn to be patient. You have to learn to be patient. Step by step. It's like cooking. You prepare your grocery list, go to the store, put it in the sacks, bidding in the car, go into the house, bringing it out to the kitchen counter. It's a process. You have to go, and everything you do, you have to go through a process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process instead of getting frustrated because you have to start grocery shopping. I mean, no. 
And everything is like that, friends. Everything is just like that. Whatever you have to do, you have to do one step at a time. One step at a time. But the anxiety will attack you when you want things just like that. That is not going to happen. Okay? So let's read one more passage. Ms. Marilyn, please. Yes. Thank you. You were raised from death with Christ, so live for what is in heaven where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Think only about what is up there, not what is here on earth. Your old self has died, and your new life is kept with Christ and God. Yes, Christ is now your life, and when he comes again, you will share in his glory. So put everything evil out of your life, sexual sin, doing anything immoral, letting sinful thoughts control you, and wanting things that are wrong. And don't keep wanting more and more for yourself, which is the same as worshiping a false god. Thank you, ma'am. This portion, you are going to understand it well if you do well what I taught you first. Experience the peace of God the peace of God, the forgiveness, the peace, the happiness, the strength. You experience that, and then when you face this portion, you, you would understand, well, yeah, what the Lord wants me is to put my eyes on, on heaven, what is spiritual. Because the rest of the things in this world, you know. <laughs> you know it. Right? It's, it's a momentary, it's a temporary, it's just an instant gratification, and it's a disaster. So that's why when you put your eyes on heaven, things are much better. Next passage, please, Ms. Marilyn. Colossians chapter 3, verses 8 through 10. But now put these things out of your life. Anger, losing your temper, doing or saying things to hurt others, and saying shameful things. Don't lie to each other. You have taken off those old clothes, the person you once were, and the bad things you did then. Now are you wearing a new life, a life that is new every day. You are growing in your understanding of the one who made you. You are becoming more and more like him. I love that. You are becoming more and more like him. You know, you have your, your habits, right? And your customs, your traditions in your home. You know, where you put the salt, what kind of coffee you buy, you know, what do you do after making your drinks, you know, where do you put the trash. You know, everyone has his own things, correct? So when everyone comes, when somebody comes to your home and that person is going to stay there for a couple of days or a week, you, you are going to introduce that individual to your habits, right? That person doesn't know anything about your habits, but as soon as he's with you, spending time with you, will learn about those, those habits. One of my friends in Virginia, very weird tradition. <laughs> freak. <laughs> he was a freak in that particular department. All the trash, put it in a bag in the freezer. Because he hated bugs. bugs. And I was like, but Bobby, and he was one of my mentors. Bobby, why you don't just take the trash to the, the, 
dumpster or whatever. No, because I don't want to go out. So the trash goes here, Gian. You didn't want to put it in the trash can so it would bring bugs. Oof. You know? But, that, you know, everyone is different. And I know if you come to my home and you see my, my habits, you might say, you are, <laughs> right? But if I go to your home and you show me your habits, I know that I will say, you are, <laughs> right? Okay. I give you that example to show you this. The more that you read the Bible, the more that you study God's Word, the more that you talk to the Lord, you are going to get to know Him better. And you will learn the way that He operates. That is what He's saying here. You are becoming more and more like Him. I don't want any one of you being a bad copy of Gian. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be like the Lord. You understand that? But if you are not investing time reading his word, understanding how he thinks, you will never become like him. And finally, Miss Marilyn, please, Colossians 3, verse 12 to 15. The Lord has chosen you and made you his holy people. He loves you. So your new life should be like this. Show mercy to others. Be kind, humble, gentle, and patient. Don't be angry with each other, but forgive each other. If you feel someone has wronged you, forgive them. Forgive others because the Lord forgave you. Together with these things, the most important part of your new life is to love each other. Love is what holds everything together in perfect unity. Let the peace that our Lord Jesus Christ gives control gives control your thinking. It is for peace that you were chosen to be together in one body and always be thankful. Always be thankful. This is the word of our Lord God Almighty. May this word bless you. When uh, our Sebastian... Today is 27, but he was uh, a little boy. I remember uh, speaking with him, reading Psalm 23. So, but I wanted him to memorize that. So, the Lord is my shepherd, right? So, I remember that after the first uh, verse, I said to him, Psalm 23, 1. Right? After reading that, Psalm 23, 1. So he memorized it, and then the following day that we, we were start studying verse number two, after I said the whole thing, I said, now say with me, Psalm 23, 1 through 2. So he goes, Psalm 23, 1 through 2. <laughs> through 2. I like it, Psalm 23, 1. One. But you have to say it in Spanish. The way well, he said, Salmo 23, 1. <laughs> so he was a little kid, you know, probably four years old, five years old. And uh, he never forgot that. He says the Psalm 23 by heart. But at the end of the whole, how many verses? Five, six? I don't remember. Brother Marsh, <laughs> you remember? 
<laughs> Psalm 23, how many verses has? Well, whatever, but you know, every time he says the Psalm 23, at the end he says, Salmo 23, 1. You know, it was a joke, but he remembered. Try to find something that will help you to remember God's word. Something. And with kids, awesome. The job that Penny is doing with all the teachers is phenomenal. It's great. And, uh, well, we are very happy today to have you here. And uh, I understand that uh, you want to know what's for dinner or lunch. But before we get there, I want to encourage you with this testimony. Here is the bulletin that I printed in April 16th this year. True story. The Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to do a Jericho drive around Odessa. For seven weeks, I want you to drive around Odessa and pray. Tell the people to follow you. And you are going to pray around Odessa, pray for blessings, restoration, revival. And I will show you where is going to be your property. And I said, okay. So... <laughs> So I came in front of the congregation, probably we were like 15 in those days, 17, something like that. And I told them, hey guys, the Lord talked to me and he said that we should do this and that. <laughs> okay. So let's do it. So Saturday we're going to meet in my home, okay? 1 p.m. from 1 to 2. Okay. So nobody knew what we were doing. But uh I think the first time that we did this, Stan, you came with us that the first day, right? Yeah. Tony was there and others. So we did the lap. Pops, do you remember we measure the distance and the time? Do you remember those factors? This is the last vehicle oh. on here. I don't know why 73 is coming in my mind. Uh-huh, exactly. And it was an hour or five minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. It was something like that between 60 and 70 miles and minutes doing the lap. And we are in the car, guys, praying. One car, I think it was uh, a big vehicle the first time. We, we used Mama's Suburban. Yeah. yeah, it was Mama's car. We did the lap. So that was Saturday, April the 4th. No, March the 4th. Do you see it there? The first one. The first one. And then we did the, fo the following Saturday. So we did it seven, six times. So the seventh time, I told them, guys, like in Jericho, seven laps the last time. Let's put together seven vehicles and just one lap because it was one hour drive. <laughs> and that, so you see in the, in the picture out there, the car's number, right? One through to seven. I'm in the first one. And Pops is in the back. I don't remember who's driving six, but Tracy is five. Who is four? I can't remember. Jessica is three. I know that. I, I can't remember really who, who was there. Deborah, that's your car. Yeah, I have your name here in the bulletin. All right. And Pops. So we did it. So that Sunday on the 16th, I put the bulletin right there. And I said, guys, we did it. We, we did it right now. In the back of the bulletin, right? In the back of the bulletin, you see the map of Odessa, and uh, it says, 
Where will our Lord give us the land to build our home church? Question mark. He knows, right? Prayer is the key to heaven and faith unlocks the door. So, and we created this bit, Bitmojis, I believe is the name. Bitmoji. So, and I'm so, so relaxed, right? Cool, right? And Tracy, in a very soft voice. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> you know, Sunday, the 16th. You know, guys, exactly one week later, in the middle of the night, the Lord woke me up and says, get up, go to the computer. And I said, why? Because I'm going to show you where is going to be the property. And I said, Lord, but we have done that before. Get up. Yes, sir. Went to the computer, and when I am in my files, to, in my particular website that I am, I was paying a fee for that, for accessing that information, the Lord said to me, before you type anything, type house, land, five acres plus. Okay. Enter. 2400 West 81st Street, Odessa, Texas, 79764. $386,000. Wow. That's interesting. In that moment, I sent the email. I have the email to prove that to the real estate agent. The very next Sunday, it's Monday, we met here with the real estate. And then the next day, some of us, do you remember, Brandon? Tony was here, Mama, and others, you know? You know what, guys? We started in a hotel with a sound system that belonged to, belongs to one of my friends in Midland. Well, actually, we started in a living room, six of us, six of us. And from there, we rented the hotel, and we are carrying the PV sound system. You remember, brother? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, Dan remembers because he was pulling those heavy speakers and, you know, back and forth, to trucks and all that. We did it for several months. But the Lord knew our needs, you know, and the Lord provided for everything. We have top-of-the-line sound system here, thanks to the mercies of our good Lord. He provided. And all this process started in a living room while six of us were praying. That is August 2016. But what you don't know is that two months before, I got fired by a church. So they ended my contract. I already have a house, our home, to be built. <laughs> and now I have no income. Just looking at my savings account, my wife is concerned, of course, what we did. 
We trusted in the Lord. We said, Lord, why we will come from Virginia Beach to Odessa to live this experience? Why? You have a plan for me. What is the plan? Look where we are now. And we are going to have a beautiful lunch in a few minutes. Where are you now, friend? What is the problem you have? It doesn't matter. When you trust in the Lord, He is going to take you where He wants. Look at the question. Where will our Lord give us the land to build our home church? Where? He knows. <laughs> where are you going to be in, a, in five months? Where is your home? Where is whatever blessing you want? Where is it? Uh, we don't know, but He knows. He knows what He has for you. Just keep trusting in the Lord. Amen? Okay, now we are going to sing one more song, right? All right. Let's stand up.
yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, dear Lord. Oh, sorry. Can we say all together? I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. And this year I will become more spiritual. Amen. For our guests, we have a package with little souvenirs. I hope you can get one of those. And uh, how are we doing with that? James, are we doing good? I'm doing good because I don't, I don't answer the phone. <laughs> okay, good deal. And now it's time for us to go and eat and enjoy a delicious meal. Thank you so much, everybody. Oh, yeah, let's pray for the meal. Yeah, let's pray. Let's pray for the meal. Thank you, Lord, for the meal that we are about to eat. We thank you, Lord, for everybody contributing to this meal. In the name of Jesus, we bless this food, Lord. Amen. 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 Amen.